What is up? What is good? Holla, holla, holla. How you living? How you feeling? It is the L-E-F-K-O-E. Man, Left Coast Show is back, and I have a guy joining me now who I've been wanting to have on the show forever, and it only took an international worldwide pandemic to make it happen. Dan Orlovsky is officially on the show. Dan, it is an honor and a pleasure. This is probably the greatest day of my life. When you asked me to be on the show, initially it was like, you know, you've asked me and we've, we've had conversation, but you asked me a couple of days ago and I was like, yes. And then I wrote it in my calendar and I realized the date that I wrote it on, I said, dude, if Lefko is trying to like get me back for this and I'm going to plan my morning around it and then he bails that morning, I'm going to be bummed since it is be- April Fool's Day. You thought this was an elaborate April Fool's joke? I thought there was a chance. I thought there was a chance that, that this was this, this was some kind of payback. Well, in a way it is because right now we are live streaming on the Facebook page. I support Carol from the Tiger King. So, Dan, what do you have? I'm really kidding. The, the, oh, the, <laughs> I was going to say the great thing is I haven't seen that. Not going to see it. I'm going to go against the, the, the norm or, or kind of go against the majority and not watch it. Is this who you are? Are you the everybody loves something? I'm going to go the opposite way, Dan Orlovsky? Sometimes, yeah, especially with television shows. And honestly, you know what I don't understand? Where is everyone getting the time to watch all these shows now? Like, I don't have, I'm trying to figure it out. Okay, so you have, I know, triplets. Do you have four kids? Yeah. Uh, I have zero. Uh, But you also have a house and I have an apartment in New York. So I'm curious, four kids during quarantine, what have you learned about yourself as a dad, Dan Orlovsky? Uh, I'm I'm way more patient than I was a month ago. Nice. Um, Rainy days are absolutely brutal. And sunny days, like I can vibe with, I can get get away with. Um, My wife is significantly better at numerous things than i am um also if you don't have a nintendo switch with the up-to-date mario games you're missing out on life what is your mario kart character of choice yeah i'm a yoshi guy uh i'm a yoshi guy motorcycle kind of sleek tires i'm not nearly as good at mario kart as my kids are but there is a a mario there's two dope mario games one is called mario odyssey it's kind of like Oh, dude, you're so in it. Like, the way you're talking about this right now, you are in it, bro. My kids, man. My kids love it. Mario Odyssey is like the remake of when we kind of grew up. Mario, you know, Super Mario Brothers. You go on your journey. And then there's this thing called Mario Rabbids, which is like, um, I feel like Mortal Kombat and Mario together. I am a Wario guy for a few reasons. If If I'm bumping, I need you to feel it. Okay. Number two, when I hit you and I pass you, there's nothing better than hearing, I'm not going to win. Yeah. Or, or I drop a banana and like a minute later I hear, <laughs> it, it hits me in my soul. And I kind of sound like Wario. Two outstanding impersonations of Wario. Outstanding. It's Wario and then a lot lower is Christopher Walken. And then I got, I got nothing. Um, football wise, hold on. Does everybody at ESPN have a professional at-home setup? Because you guys are used to doing remotes anyway. Like, I feel like everybody's got a bookcase. No, man. I never – honestly, so first of all, we just moved to Connecticut, you know, about six months ago before the season. I've never had a bookcase. Never wanted a bookshelf, bookcase thing. Two, I did not have an at-home setup before this happened. You know, what happened was I was actually supposed to go to New York for Get Up, I don't know, about a month ago on the schedule – and in the middle of, in, the, in a matter of like 24 hours, it was like, hey, don't go to New York. 
hey, go to Bristol. You know what? Go to New York. You know what? Go to Bristol. Actually, we're going to put a home studio in. And they came wow. and did it. And so I think they've done it for like three or four of us. Um, and so, uh, but I've never had a bookshelf. It did not look like this six weeks ago. My wife did all this. So, uh, Man. I've never had one now. Ms. Orlowski is holding down the family. All right. Yeah. So what, what's interesting though, is you, so when this happens, much like you, the incredible people of Bleacher Report, uh, like had all these things delivered and I was able to act quickly, but like, I have kind of been in digital now for six years. Yeah. And so for me doing things from my home, it's sort of like commonplace. Like I've been ready for this. And I feel like that's how you kind of really got going on Twitter, which was your videos at home breaking down film. And I'm, I'm curious, like, is it, is it in a weird way bringing you back to like your roots of, of this is what I do is I do football from home and people love it on the internet. Yeah. I mean, this is how I got started and how I got a job. And so I'm not, it, it wasn't surprising to me that it came this way and, and happened this way. Um, you know, the, the, the challenges as I, I've got a child in here now, the challenge is like my kids being like, Hey dude, dad's home, but you got to be quiet for two hours. Now they're a little bit used to it. Like when I would make the videos early on, I'd be like, shut up. Yeah. Um, you know, but like, uh, it's certainly different now that like today I have a noon sports center hit and, NFL Live two to three, then five o'clock Sports Center, then eight o'clock Sports Center. So it's like your day is crazy spread out, but you might be only working for an hour and a half to two hours throughout the day. It's just, um, but it, it definitely brings me back to like find ways to be creative, find ways to bring people what they want and need. And that's that's my thing is so my agent always tells me the story of. Uh, I was in Louisville, my contract was coming up and they were talking about an extension and I could not get bites anywhere. And I got turned down for like a big time job that I thought I had. And he said, Adam, I'll never forget. I said to you, you need to do something different and you need to own it. And I just went into the lab and came out and did like those references and it happened. And he's like, there's not a lot of times where I go to a client and say things and they do it. Uh, but my level of frustration at that point was huge because yeah. you just feel like I'm capable of more, but I'm not doing it. I'm curious, what was your level, like, what was your peak level of frustration before you realized this can work and, and I can actually get a second career out of this? Yeah. So it happens like, so I'm, I'm right in the spring of 2017 and I'm in between, am I going to be playing football still or not? Like in my mind, all right, what do I want to do? I get the call from Sean McVay at the Rams and it's like, Hey, we want, okay, cool. I'll go play football for a year. Oh, you were going to go had, and be a backup there. Yeah. I was going to go and be the backup and teach Jared. And wow. Sean called me and said, I don't want you to do anything but coach. I'm hiring you to coach. Cool. Um, but in my mind at the same time, I was thinking about what was next. And I thought, well, I played, you know, college football and then played in the NFL for 12 plus years. Like, Networks are going to come calling to me. This is going to be a layup. And there's so many different outlets nowadays. Yeah. This would be easy. And what happened was I got done playing football. And at the end of training camp in 17, the Rams decided to do something different. Right. And so I had thought, I'm there in Fox is going to call, ESPN is going to call, CBS, all these networks are going to call. Right. And then over the course of a couple, excuse me, a couple months, no one calls. And I'm like, Okay, this is this isn't going the way I thought. And in that moment, I actually had a conversation with Ross Tucker, 
I don't know if you know Ross. Of course, we've had him on the show, and he's yeah. like a self-made media man. Yeah, and he's great. He's a phenomenal dude. And he said, I was on a golf course, and he said something to me very similar to what your agent said to you. He said, you've got to find something that's your niche mm-hmm. and then prove that you do it better than anybody else. And so I was like, all right. And then one night, Sunday night football, the game happens between Carolina and Miami, and a play happens, which became my first video. I posted it. It became pretty viral. And so your it, first video spread. Yeah, my first time doing it. Wow. A Sunday night football game that season in 17, Carolina. Well, a good Cam Newton pass or a bad Cam Newton pass? Um, Miami's going to bring all out pressure. All, everyone's blitzing man to man coverage. Cam sees it before the snap. You can see him communicate and change. Yep, yep, yep. Why receive the screen touchdown? And I said, that was super dope. And my wife was like, make a video and put it on the internet. And I was like, that's stupid. You know? And Again, Mrs. Orlovsky yeah. saving the day. A couple minutes go by and I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And I make the video. I just grab my phone. I hold it up to the television, mute it and rewind. For, and I'd show people what happens. I post it and it goes pretty viral. And I You said, realize that you did something that like analytics at Bleacher Report would have been like, oh, this is perfect. Showing somebody that gets a lot of heat, Cam Newton, doing something positive. Like it was beautiful. Like what a perfect start. Exactly. And just reading comments from people on social media was like, oh my gosh, this is so sick. I never knew there was much, this much that goes into quarterback play. Wow. I know. Now I know why it's so hard. All that stuff. And in that moment, I was like, wait, People want this. Like people, like the, the people want this kind of stuff. And so it, that was the moment when I said, "That's the thing." It's funny because uh, something that I've been battling for a very long time, and I've had a lot of other coworkers. I, Matt Bowen used to say this all the time uh, when he was uh, here at Bleacher Report. I want to show X's and O's. The problem is, is that like on a piece of paper, it doesn't really work because you need movement. And I, I do kind of credit you to be the first one that's like, I'm just going to do it right in front of you with a pen. But you're, I mean, it's funny, man. Like you do it on Get Up and it's like, everyone's really excited for it. You become the, let me break down film in 90 seconds guy. It's kind of dope. Yeah, I think like um, when I do it at home and I use my finger or pen, I've had people be like, you know, you need to get, you, you, you should get like software. And I'm like, no, I want it no. to be kind of at home and raw that way. Do it on Get Up or NFL Live. We've got the iPad and trinkets and whatnot. And I think that what has happened is, listen, we all love sports, right? Like we yes. are a massively sports-driven culture. And every, every one of us thinks that we're the smartest person when it comes to sports. A lot of times, right? Of we course. all think we're smarter than everybody. And what these, I feel like the videos do is truly make people smarter and make people feel more understanding of what's going on. So naturally, when they get into conversations or arguments or this and that, like they feel more equipped when they're watching games, they feel like they understand it more. And so um, time out, though, I got I got one question. I did. I when the first time I met you was in Bleach Reports offices. Yeah. And you were going around doing an interview or something. And I remember uh, somebody hit me up and they were like, what's Orlovsky like? And I was like, he's like Sims, but he's like a lot nicer and he doesn't curse. And now because Sims is like. Sims is like a defensive lineman in a quarterback's body. He really yeah. is. But when did you go, okay, when I'm on ESPN now and I'm dealing with Stephen A. or Max Kellerman, enough of the nice guy routine. I'm coming for your neck. When did that switch happen? Because you've been different, bro. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it was the, the first time that Max and I got into it about Carson Wentz. Of course. And, and I'm, you know, like I'm pretty passionate about that argument. 
And I knew, I know that there, Max stands no chance against me in that argument. And so it was really just in a moment, you know, I think one of the things that people have always said to me about television is like, you're supernatural on it. And I didn't want to be, I just wanted to go get into an argument, like get into a debate and get into yeah. an argument and not pretend that it was television. And that was the first moment that I, I kind of did that. And one of the producers came up to me and said, it's very rare that someone is willing to stand up to Max and Stephen A. And they were like, don't change that. And um, it's all you, you know, need like, to hear, man. It's yeah, all you need to hear. Once I've heard that, now I pick, pick and choose my spots. I'm not going to get into Stephen A about, uh, hey, hey, who's a better NBA player? No, 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 no. Like, you got to know when, when. But you will apparently challenge Stephen A that you'd beat him in basketball. Oh, I would drown Stephen A in basketball, dude. Like, uh, if we're playing to 11 by ones, what's the final score? Dan Orlovsky versus Stephen A. I think 11 2. You know, like, I don't, I, he's probably going to get a point. 11 2. You think it's like a jumper or two? Yeah, a jumper, maybe like a, a underneath layup, a, maybe get me with an up and under type thing, but. Um, I would wear him out and I would wear Max out as well. But those, that was the first moment I was like, wait, I'm not going to back down. to these Hold guys. on. You're not allowed to move on. Which of the two Max Kellerman or Stephen A do you think would be a lot more liberal in calling fouls? Oh, Stephen A. So you think Stephen A is just foul like every oh, no, time? No, 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 uh, no. I think Max would be like, oh, foul, oh, foul, oh, foul. You know, Stephen A I feel would be like, uh, like Michael Irvin in the, the the longest yard, where like he's he's throwing elbows and haymakers, be like, "What? That's not a foul." That's not, I feel like Stephen A would have too much pride to call foul. If Stephen A were to somehow hit the first bucket, right? Like you check it up and he just shoots a J and nails it. The trash talk on the rollback, too. Oh my gosh! Oh, it would be it. Actually, it wouldn't matter what the end score was. If he scored 1-0 and then lost 11-1, he would still find ways to talk trash about hopping up 1-0. I love it. All right, we're going to be doing, in about five minutes, me, Dan, and David Ingber is going to join us. Ingba! And we're going to break down what are NFL quarterbacks buying on Amazon right now. Wait, Orlovsky, what time do you have to get out of here? I'm good. I've got okay, good. Sports Center, so I've got windows. I asked uh, the people of Bleacher Report what NFL questions should I ask Dan Orlovsky. Always curious what they say. First thing that they ask for you is, Cam Newton, Jameis, are th- what are the actual issues in their games right now that you think are preventing NFL teams? And I don't, I don't mean there's no spots for them right. uh, other than Cam's knee and like injury questions, but like mechanically and stuff. What do yeah. you see the issues Let's are in Cam Jameis? I'm just going to answer this question strictly football based. I'm not going to get into health or whatnot. Cool. Football based. Cam Newton, as a player, has always done two things exceptionally well, kind of top two or three in the NFL. He's run the ball exceptionally well, and then he's pushed the ball downfield. He was actually one of the best downfield passers from, like, really 13 to 16 that we had in the NFL. That That 2015 season with Ted Ginn in them? Unreal. It was was pushed the football downfield. Now, in the last two to three years, obviously last year it's not in the conversation – his ability to push the ball downfield has really fallen off. And so you as an organization have to ask yourself football-wise, one, do we think Cam can still be an effective runner? Not like, is he? can he be an effective runner? Can he be a glimpse of what he was? And that's can a he be smart when he's running? Because that was an issue too. That's a weapon. And, and, and does that fit into anything you want to do schematically? And if it, if it is, 
is your backup quarterback going to be ready to play and win football games? Because mm. that's an honest question you have to ask. And then two, can can still throw the football downfield? Like, because if he can't, then then he's not nearly what he was as a quarterback throw wise. Because when you say that, I think of that Steelers game uh, on like Monday night when he couldn't even reach Christian McCaffrey on a 15-yard throw. Right. And then do you have the people that can go downfield to go be a part of the downfield passing game? So those are questions football-wise that teams have to ask themselves. And then with Jameis Winston, you know, it's really two things because everyone – like let's focus on the, 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 the negative, the turnovers rather than the success, Right. Two things that you have to ask yourself and when you're going to get Jameis Winston and coach him. One, can you figure out a way to, to, to get him to play with less panic? And what I mean by panic is more often than not, turnovers happen in the NFL with quarterbacks when we have to make decisions before we're ready to make those decisions, right? Like mm. not a lot of guys see cover two and have three seconds to, to make a decision and make a bad one. It's, it's when you have to make that decision in one and a half seconds and you're not ready to. You don't know yeah. what the decision is. So can you get him to play with less panic? And then two, can you get Jameis to understand that he doesn't have to prove he was the number one pick every pass? And that there's 70 plays in a game. And, and hey, if I call a shot and it's not there, throw, throw the ball to the guy from four yards. I'll call another shot. And that's part of, like, that quarterback play caller relationship is you can prove to your coach or almost talk to your coach, hey, it's not there. Call right. it again because you make the right choice. Sean McVay said the, 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 it, it was the right choice because it's the only choice, and that's something that, you know, Jameis needs to learn. I think, too, so Bruce Arians has two very famous phrases, risk it for the biscuit, but also you can't go broke. Uh, what is it? You can't go pro- broke putting money in the bank. Which is check it down for four or five yards. Right. You know when there's a player and they've, gone, they've gotten into a lot of trouble and they go to the Patriots, and a lot of people say one of two things. They're going to get ironed out because of Bill, or two, if it doesn't work out with Bill, they're done. It's a last chance. Right. I think we don't even realize that that's what Bruce Arians is for quarterbacks. Yep. If you work with Bruce Arians and you don't learn to use the check down and you do throw 30 interceptions – it's, it's one of those things where if it's not going to work with Bruce, who is it going to work with? And that's right. – I'm, I'm curious if the NFL is thinking that about Jameis Winston because of Bruce. Yeah, and I also think this when it comes to Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians has said himself their number one target was Tom. Their number two target was Phillip Rivers. Their number three target was Teddy Bridgewater. And then their fourth option was going to be Jameis. That speaks volumes. Like that speaks. And you know what? Look, let's take away Teddy and Tom because both of those guys are uh, disciplined and they're structured and they can uh, complement a defense. Right. Philip Rivers is Jameis Winston plus 10 years. Right. Like Philip Rivers is just as reckless and has no arm strength. Yeah. And I think, you know, like the 30 interceptions, I mean, you can make the case that it could have been 40. And I think that once a coach spends time, time with a player and then realizes, all right, like this player is just not getting what I'm trying to get him to when Andrew Luck did and Ben Roethlisberger did and Carson Palmer. They got it at some point. I, I that, that yes, to, to your point, I think there's teams sitting there going, wait, if that guy who's been part of Hall of Fame quarterback careers doesn't want him and couldn't get him to play well, yeah. then what makes me think that our quarterback coach or our offensive coordinator can? All right, uh, two more questions. Number one, uh, over or under – Four and a half starts for Jared Stidham for the Patriots this year. Mm. I'm going to say over. Um, 
you know, like I think that when it comes to Jared Stidham, we have to look at what got him to New England, right? So first of all, was really good at Baylor and then transfers from Baylor or whatever. And it goes to Auburn and Auburn's system is not made for a guy like Jared Stidham. No. Look at the things that are really important to Bill Belichick and New England Patriots quarterbacking wise. It's obviously value the football, right? Like that's why I don't think Jameis goes there. Like value the football. Two, can you maneuver in the pocket? Like can you like Bill understands that quarterback play is chaos and it's it, it's it's in a it's in a you know phone booth. Can you Yeah, footwork is key. I remember breaking a, a video down of Stidham coming out of school and I said the best thing that he does physically is the pocket does not affect him. Eyes are downfield. Dude coming to break my face, it doesn't matter. I'll still deliver the football. That is a very hard trait to coach into players. I don't care how many times a coach runs at you with a bag or whatnot. Right. Like that is something that guys either can do really well or they struggle with. So that's a really important trait for their offense too. Or three, he's really good throwing the ball in between the hashes. You know, like because – that's like the Patriots' entire offense. Exactly. They don't really care how you throw the ball on the outside. They're going to attack in between the hashes or in between those numbers. And so for that reason, I think that, you know, they're going to give him his opportunity to be the guy. Um, now their, their weapons are really poor. And so I don't yeah. think to go out and play big time football, but I, you know, people, I said this about Taysom Hill when it came to the saints, when Sean Payton came out and said, I see this guy as a quarterback. And I said, don't pretend that that five week stretch when Drew Brees was out last year and he had to go take more reps in practice that Sean Payton didn't see something that we all didn't see. And the same can be said. Tom Brady missed some time last year. And Jarrett Stidham then had to go become the guy in practice. And when coaches watch those guys, I've had to be that. When coaches watch those guys operate, they're watching very intently every single second. And don't pretend like Bill Belichick didn't see something in Jarrett Stidham to say, I feel okay with giving this guy his chance. I'll say over. When you, just a really quick, uh, like a one word answer here. When you're looking at, uh, the other careers of the other guys, the Jimmy G's, the uh, Jacoby Brissett's, uh, the guys that have come in for the Patriots, where do you think Stidham is going to end up among them? Is he going to be better than all those guys? I don't think he'll be better than Jimmy G. I'm actually a Jimmy G believer and also because he's with Kyle. I, I think he'll be a step above a Jacoby Brissett. Okay. Um, and then of all the quarterbacks, I know you're a huge Joe Burrow guy in the draft. What is your uh, NFL draft quarterback opinion that you think in five years, if I dig up this clip, you're going to be the most proud of? I think that the Saints are going to draft Jake Fromm in somewhere around the second round, and he is going to have an outstanding NFL career. Outstanding? Because of Sean Payton or because of mainly his talents? Yeah, I, I, I think both. You know, like I think Jake Fromm has an – he's the best – connect the dot quarterback in, in, in coming out of the, the draft this year, meaning, mm. okay, I'm looking here, that dot moves that way. Well, then that opens this spot, but then that dot moves that way. And I'm talking dots as players. Yeah. Yeah. Safeties and corners. Yeah. And he does it like this. You know who else does that? Drew Brees. And so I think there's going to be a seamless, anyway, a seamless transition just trait wise with those two players. I'm only going to say that they said that about Aaron Murray too. And then, you know, I'm just yeah. – but I know that Jake's Fromm's better than him. Yeah, I, I didn't study Aaron, like, so I don't yeah. know, like, if Aaron had that. Like, but when you can get through things that efficiently, um, 
Like that's big time, unmeasure, immeasurable trait for quarterbacks. And then uh, I'll just say, who is the one quarterback that you think is getting first round love of the four that you do not think should be there? Yeah, I'm not huge on Herbert. Okay. Uh, I think that like the number one trait, number two traits that are massive for quarterbacks are, can you be instinctual and reactionary and Herbert's not? And then can you be an outstanding problem solver and Herbert's not? And so I always get concerned when like the best thing that you can say about the quarterback is he's big and strong. Mm. I'm not drafting an offensive tackle. I'm not drafting in an all defensive lineman. I don't care what the physical is when it comes to his body makeup. And so, um, yes, there's an arm strength there and all that stuff, but like uh, the instincts and reactions, uh, aren't, aren't, aren't there for me and nor is the problem solving there for me for Herbert. All right. Speaking of problem solving, we're all in a problem. We're stuck at home. And the only way that some of us can get things to our home is Amazon. So now we are going to play a game. David Ingber has joined the chat. He's entered the chat. What are NFL quarterbacks buying on Amazon during quarantine? You've been you've been preparing a little bit here, Orlovsky. Yeah, I've got some. I feel like I've got some solid answers. Ingber, <laughs> how are you feeling about it right now? Welcome. I feel. Thank you for for having me on. It's an honor to be talking to you, Mr. Orlovsky. And uh, yeah, this is this is my life is thinking about stuff like this. So you told me we were going to do this a couple of days ago, but I feel like I've been sort of thinking about this the entire quarantine. It's it's about divergent thinking. You're thinking about it. You don't even realize you're thinking about it. Ingber, start us off. Which NFL quarterback do you want to start off with? I'd like to start with Tom Brady. Okay, good place to start. I think Tom Brady is down in Tampa and he's thinking, what do I need in case we go six and 10 this year? I'm going to need some orthotics. I'm going to need some bingo markers. I'm going to need some track suits. I'm just going to like stay down here, buy myself a nice house and just fade into the sunset as a nice retiree in Tampa Bay. So you're giving him the entire Florida costume. I'm, yeah, he's going he's gonna to get everything that he needs. He might get some hair dye at some point, but then give up on that really quickly. Ooh. He's just going to be an amazing retiree, but he's going to start at age 44, right? The whole point of going to a retirement community is so you can still enjoy it. He's going to be the best shuffleboard player that they've ever seen down there. Uh, I am also doing clothing as well, but mine is more about the active relationships that he currently has. For $55 and available on Amazon Prime, I believe that he's going to go for a Kangol Stripe 504 uh, because what he wants to do is little teacher's pet with Bruce Arians, go down there, rock the Kangol on day one. Um, And I also think that everyone in their life at one point thinks they can pull off the newspaper boy hat. Uh, I remember mine. I went to Macy's on 34th Street in Herald Square. I put on the hat and realized immediately it makes my eyes look way too close together. I can't pull it off. So that's I think Tom Brady's getting a kangle for old BA. I like it. I like it. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna Brady's gonna do. You know, like when you click on Amazon and you say buy also with this product. Right. Listen, I played in Tampa. Okay, so I have a little bit of an understanding of what's it like to play quarterback down in Tampa. And probably not as good as Tom Brady. Probably not. But first of all, Brady's gonna buy a massive amount of baby powder off Amazon. One because his center is going to sweat profusely. So you're going to want to throw a little baby powder down on the back end just to make sure that ball doesn't get too wet because strong August and September, that ball is going to get wet. Two, he's going to get squeegees, you know, like the, the squeegee um, kind of cloth, again, because he's going to want to – ShamWow. Instead of the, the Wilson towel, he's going to have a ShamWow hanging right there to, to dry his hands. 
He's going to want to get a wetsuit because if the center is so sweaty that the baby powder doesn't work, you put him in a wetsuit and then the wow. sweat stays inside. And then listen, lastly, Tom's usually used to like, okay, you know, middle of October comes, the sun is not going to be a part of my life for the next four or five months. That is contrary to Tampa. So he better get a bunch of hypoallergenic, good for the environment, body lotion and suntan lotion because the sun stays out in Tampa all the time. And I don't want a, a sunburnt Tom Brady. I love that. That was very resourceful. But I'm curious. I actually wondered this. It's so freaking hot in Tampa in the beginning first two months of the season. And usually I feel like it's the quarterbacks that are mobile and young that handle it better. Am I crazy about this? I, I think that like yeah, a little bit like, okay. I think he also vacations to Brazil a bunch. So like he's ready for the humidity and whatnot. Like he'll be, he'll be taking coconut water IVs before games and whatnot. He'll be fine. I love that. Uh, Orlowski, do you want to start with the next one? Do you have a quarterback in mind? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have got a great one. I think that we go to Russell Wilson. Okay. okay. And this is a short answer for me. I think that Russell Wilson is on uh, Amazon buying surplus amounts of NyQuil so his team can stop running. That's really good. His team can stop running. Stop running. Give the whole team NyQuil and let's throw the football, Seattle. Brian? I actually went in a, in a similar direction of, of Russell Wilson's personality and playing off his entire offense. I think he's going online. He's buying a Rogue Echo 10 millimeter lifting belt. It is a weightlifting belt that can help him in case he needs to put everyone on his team on his back this year. I like year. that. I like that. So you guys are going football and I'm going family. I believe for 1343 new on Amazon, he's buying the card game, What Do You Stand For? Character building <laughs> game, spotlighting traits of citizenship, fairness, safety, and respect. And it also has what if scenarios for children. I just see Russell being like, family, come around the table. And they go, now we're going to learn about fairness. That's Russell Wilson. I asked, I, actually, I asked my wife this. I was like, yo, if you were Russell Wilson, like if you like trying to find a funny answer and she looked at me because she obviously follows Sierra on, on social media and she goes, he needs the game Just Dance because if you ever see his social media, social media videos of him dancing, it's a struggle. It is not <laughs> fucking good at all. All right, I'm going next. Um, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go to Sean Watson. Oh, easy answer. Oh, easy answer. I'm going with the, uh, it's an Amazon choice. You know, it says Amazon choice. Uh, Mila Vos bad boss voodoo doll, hand stitched and embroidered made from polyester. It's seven inches tall, easily fits into your hand. You can bring it to the quarterback room. And also it's got little things and it's got a little bit of a needle cancel meeting i don't want to meet with you right now bill o'brien get off my back I love this. and for for 15.99 one of them is send me home early because i think right now deshaun watson is sitting there going there's nobody i want to get back at more than bob i don't know if we could go i don't know if we could go oh you thought it was that good you said there was one answer it, that's outstanding is it my turn yeah gosh i don't want to follow that i I've got well. I've got two answers. I think he's on uh, Amazon trying to find bus or plane tickets, and it's a one-way ticket. Get me out of Houston. And then the second thing was, if he can't, if he can't find that, because I don't know if Amazon does travel, he's going to find one of those inflatable balls that people put themselves in and run into other people strictly for protection, because he knows 
there's no shot that his coach will protect him. So he's going to make sure that he does it himself. Good, but come on, Voodoo Doll. All yeah, right, champ. Uh, well, Lefko and I, Dan, Lefko and I spent some time at Josh Norman's house last year, and he had some really interesting stuff in his basement. He had like a Batman replica. He had, you know, an entire movie theater. But the most interesting thing that I saw in his entire house, Lefko, do you know what I'm about to say? I don't. It was an entire walk-in closet filled with different size suitcases. Very I mean... Cool. Like some people, they open their door and they've got 50,000 pairs of shoes. This guy just owns every possible size and shape of and Toomey. style of suitcase. You Josh could Norman is obsessed with Toomey luggage. I think Deshaun Watson is going to be going on Amazon, picking out the perfect luggage set because when he's ready to go, it's like a guy in the apocalypse. He just needs that go bag. Pack, 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 pack. Throw in your favorite t-shirts. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> I like it. I think we all have a very similar kind of viewpoint of Houston and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, we're all like, hey, Deshaun, save yourself. Uh, Ingber, you are now leading off again. What do you got? Let's go to the Super Bowl MVP, Mr. Patrick Mahomes. I think what he's going to be doing, Okay. I think Patrick Mahomes, and Dan, you were just talking about this, one of the most important things that a quarterback can do is think ahead, think one step ahead of everybody else. And I think that's what Patrick Mahomes is doing right now. He is thinking, what if the NFL season is canceled? What am I going to be doing? That's why he's on Amazon right now buying a red, white, and blue football because he's going to be starting the NFL's equivalent of the Harlem Globetrotters. It's going to be called the Kansas City Map Ramblers. They're going to be doing trick shots, like close your eyes and throw a touchdown pass, all sorts of insane stuff. It's going to be great for kids, and they're going to have it like far enough away from the audience that it's all social distance, but it's going to be a great new thing that uh, Patrick is going to do, and he's going to donate all the proceeds to uh, relief efforts. I like it. I like that one a lot. And I'm actually a little bit annoyed because I texted Pat the other day and I said, you need to, in your home, roll up a ball of socks, walk by in the kitchen and no look, hit a paper towel roll off and then put it on social and just call it the Mahomes challenge. And I know it'll blow up. He's right. just he's just not taking the gold. All right. I'm giving it to you. You can only take him to the water. You can't force him to drink it. Um, this is what I think Mahomes has. If you follow him on social, you know, he's got two huge like pit bulls and like milk bone is going to put his dogs on their like, uh, stuff. I believe that, uh, Mahomes might be the only person in the world that when they walk with their dogs, people don't talk to the dogs. They still talk to him. And so I think <laughs> right. that he needs to get his dogs more attention. That's why he's getting bully max muscle building powder for dogs. That's right. They sell protein powder for dogs on Amazon, hundred percent natural, no creatine, no steroids. And my favorite part about it, it's $23.99. It's the number one protein builder for bulldogs since 2008. But it says it's been used by, quote, 393,932 dog owners. Not sure how they got that exact of a number, but it's on there. Protein and, powder for dogs, for pets. There's a 100% chance now that I, when I'm walking out with my family and our dogs, I will be judging dogs to be like, you think that dog sauced up a little bit on that powder? Or- <laughs> yeah. Um, can, can you can you walk by someone and go? What's your dog bench? Yeah, that's ah, weak. How many how many burpees can your dog do? Um, uh, for who are we on? Give me Mahomes. A, oh, Mahomes. Listen, everyone knows how much I love Mahomes, right? Like I love him. He needs to go on Amazon and get himself just a pair of Ray Bans because right now he's wearing those Oakley sunglasses, dude. He looks like this. He looks like this with those Oakley sunglasses. <laughs> It's almost like when I started watching The Hills or something and all the girls in California wore the glasses that totally covered their face. 
the, the sunglasses are just too big, man. Go get yourself a pair of Ray-Bans, just a nice pair of sunglasses. Cover the eyes. Don't cover the whole face. What if, what if Pat Mahomes goes Morpheus glasses? Oh, my gosh. And he just comes in with the little circles, and, and he only answers questions in press conferences with one-word answers. That would be amazing. It, it would be, it'd be better than the sock toilet or the, 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 the sock paper towel. Mahomes challenge, yeah. No doubt. Artie I mean, Mahomes' level of popularity right now, he could just single-handedly start a new trend. If he just walked into a press conference with backwards jeans on again, and he's just like, oh, I guess Patrick Mahomes is doing that, I bet you 10,000 people on Twitter would start doing it instantly. 100%. He has definitely not reached peak yet, which means now is the time to do crazy shit and see if catches on. Art Orlowski, which quarterback are we doing next? Um, I'm going to do Baker. Oh, okay. I'm going to do Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield right now is on Amazon – and he's searching for a giant gun case because he's got so many weapons, but he mm. needs something to protect himself from himself. So he needs a gun case to put all those weapons in. Someone else needs to know the code. So he just protects himself from himself. If he does that, he's going to be in a good place. He needs one with like matching keys so that two yes. people have to put it in at the same yes. time. Uh, I believe that Baker right now uh, is available on Amazon. Sixteen ninety five with Amazon Prime. Uh, there is a T-shirt that says it's called a workout sweat progress marker T-shirt because that was I on believe. Shark Tank. What say it again? I saw that on Shark Tank. Perfect. Even better. There's different lines. Warming up a little bit lower. Nice little cardio. And then at the very like towards the end it says gains, 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 gains. I need to go get this shirt. Baker is the kind of guy that, A, needs to work out because I don't care what Saquon Barkley says. Your starting quarterback that was the first pick in the draft cannot look like that with his shirt off. He just can't. Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't look like that. Number two, Baker's also one of those dudes that definitely likes to take pictures in the gym with hashtag gains. So I think this shirt fits his personality. And also I think he needs a progress meter. I love it. That's great. Um, I went a little bit different. I'm going to give you a list of things that he needs to buy. Oh, these okay. are needs I'll to tell buy. you what he's buying first. Then I'll tell you why he's buying some air drying clay, like moldable clay, a slip of paper and a pen with red ink, bay leaf, like for cooking, a black candle, a fire safe container, a tool for writing in the clay, a hammer and some water that has been charged with the sun's energy. Okay. Now, why does he need all eight of those things? I went online to a Wiccan website and I learned how to break curses. Okay. You need these eight things. He has been on this long, long list of Browns quarterbacks, Seneca Wallace, Tim Couch, Johnny Manziel, you name it. He has to be the guy to break that curse and give Cleveland the quarterback that they deserve for the next 15 years. I need you to go online, buy all the things required to break curses in for the great state of Ohio and help those people out. That's what you need. That's Baker. Wallace. Really, really good stuff. I like that a lot. We're now going to go to the opposite of Baker from zero kids to nine kids. Oh. We're going Philip Rivers. Uh, I believe that Philip Rivers uh, is currently on Amazon. It's a little pricey. I know he's moving, but he just got $25 million, $115 on Amazon. Not available on Prime. They're going to have to wait like a week and a half. Mm. Uh, look our way, six feet tall, inflatable tube man, um, complete set with the blower. This is a man that has nine kids. And to be honest, we're all stuck at home right now. All the structure is gone. He needs to set up an inflatable arm flailing tube man 
uh, and dress it up like himself so his kids think that it's Philip Rivers to distract them during the day and be like, come and have cats with dad while Phil can go and get ready for the other team. So uh, an inflatable tube, man. I like it. Love it. Dan, what do you got? This is easy. He's going to go <clears throat> going on the kids again. He's going to go on Amazon and get the, the value pack of unlimited diapers, unlimited bottles, and then 10 winter coats. I mean, Pete Riv has been in San Diego for a long His kids don't own winter clothes. Right. So now they're in Indy. He needs to go buy 10 winter coats. Now probably going to go with like a North Face or Columbia, maybe a Patagonia, but those are going to cost him a hefty penny. But he needs to go get those items off Amazon. Man, can you imagine a kid spending your whole life in San Diego and then you move to Indiana? That's tough. <laughs> Indiana's a great city, but it's it's a it's a culture change. It's not San Diego. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ingber, what do you got for Rivers? I know you got a good one. My first instinct was that he's just bulk buying iPads. Just as many iPads as you can possibly get in the home. Keep those kids busy. Throw on some Daniel Tiger, throw on some Sesame Street, you know, just just allow them, just give yourself a break, Mr. and Mrs. Rivers. But then I really started thinking about their new life out there and just what a wholesome family they seem to be. I think he's going to be buying a metal mold that he can make his first Jello salad to go to a Midwestern block party and just provide the the you know the the neighbors. It's just such a nice thing to do. Endear yourself to your new friends, your new environs, and say, "Here's a Jello salad. I made it for you, Indiana. Here I come. Let's watch some Hoosiers." I like it. shows up with the bolo tie. <laughs> it would be really funny. Like he comes over to a house. Hey, how you doing? They're like, oh, here's me, me and the missus. And they're talking. And then it's like, is it just you guys? And enjoy the food. And he goes, no, kids. And then like nine kids <laughs> running and eat the entire picnic. It's like I the Von Trapps. Yours? Man. And then he turns into the get off the shed SNL character. <laughs> uh, Ingber, where are we going next? Um, we're going to Dak Prescott. Oh, okay. Okay, Dak Prescott is not on Amazon. He's actually on Zillow. He is trying to pick out 30 different houses in every different NFL city because he wants to make sure he has all the leverage possible when he goes in to talk to Jerry Jones. He's like, look, I got this nice place in Seattle ready to go. I just bought a cool place in San Diego. I just bought a thing in Las Vegas. We don't know where I'm going to end up, but I'm just, you know, I'm just keeping my options open as much as possible. Uh, convert all that that franchise tag into real estate, and then Smart. you gotcha. Orlowski, what is Dak shopping for on Amazon during quarantine? Yeah, Lefko, first of all, there's a 100% chance that you have this item yourself. But, you know, like, you know, for people that might be lazy or maybe older folks, like when they walk into a room, they have to, to turn the light on, they have the clapper. Well, he now needs to go on Amazon to buy a clapper since the clapper that he had in Jason Garrett is gone. gone. So he needs to have his clapper brought back into his life. Man, I'll tell you what, there, there's nothing I like better than hearing, Adam, you definitely have one. And then the number one description is, it's great lazy for lazy people. people. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I believe that Dak Prescott is not spending $31.60 on a hardcover because he's saving up. No, he's spending $8.99. Am I cutting out or am I okay? I can hear you. Oh, my computer just literally said, your connection sucks. All right. He's not spending $31.60 on hardcover. He's spending $8.99 on Kindle. For what title book? This one. How to stage a military coup. From planning to execution. Kindle edition. Why? Quote, here's the description. 
fed up with taxes, angered and disappointed by corrupt leaders, how to stage a military coup lays down practical strategies that have proven themselves around the globe. Home run. I believe that Dak Prescott is pulling in Demarcus Lawrence. He's pulling in Zeke. He's pulling in Amari. And he goes, we continue to let Jerry Jones run this place and we can't stand for it anymore. I believe Dak low key is staging a coup against the Joneses. Can we also get him Sun Tzu's The Art of War? Just while he's, I need him to be like thinking strategically while staging this coup as well. A thousand percent. Orlovsky, where to now? Ooh, all right. Let me see the answers that I've got. Um, good ones. Oh, I'm going to go with Big Ben. Okay, perfect. We, I think there's a chance that we're all going to have the same yeah. answer here in some form or fashion. Yes. So, you know, since this quarantine has happened, you know, a lot of social media people have become at-home workout experts. We've also seen over the last six, seven weeks the images of Big Ben looking like the mountaineer himself. So first of all, he's on Amazon trying to see if they have a connection with dollar shave club. Like we've got to get some, some of that just off big Ben. We're into April now, right? So this isn't January and February anymore. And then two, he needs to go on Amazon and then to beachbody.com and buy himself the starter kit. Like we got to lose some pounds, big Ben. Mm. Get the P 90 X starter kit where it's a couple bands, maybe it's a step up, something like that, just to get some cardio going, shave, and we're going to drop 25 pounds quick. Yeah, Big Ben might be the only starting quarterback to wear a copper fit on the field. Uh, my thing is also beard-related, 2688, the Viking Revolution Beard Care Kit for Men. Comes complete with a Boar's Men beard brush, a beard comb, beard balm, beard oil, and beard scissors. I don't need them to get rid of it. I just want to wow. shave I just want to, I just want maybe, maybe a little chin. I, I would love big Ben to come out there and cut it into two beards. You know what I mean? Like, Whoa. yeah. Or do like a, a reverse Mohawk beard. Yeah. Wrong. I, I, I need, I need it to get cleaned up a little bit. Like it, I don't need to, I don't need, you know, to big you it. want baby so, face Ben. No, I don't need, I don't need Bic. I don't need skin, but I need it to be a little bit less than, than what it is. Ingbert, did you go beard as well? Well, as you know, I'm a loyal, loyal beardsman. And uh, I actually told my wife that I was going to grow out a quarantine beard and just for however long this lasts and just like turn into ZZ Top slowly but surely. And she said, no, no, no. Germs get caught in hair very easily. It's not a good time to be growing a long Mm. beard. So as a loyal beardsman, but someone that wants people to stay safe, I'm encouraging Ben Roethlisberger to buy cafeteria hairnets. Okay, so he can keep his beard, but I want to keep it contained, make sure that it's not flopping all over the place, make sure that there aren't tendrils going out into the uh, into the germy air out there. Stay safe, Ben. All right. Should I go next? Ryan Fitzpatrick or Kirk Cousins? I don't I don't have ammo on either of those guys. That's great, in my opinion. Perfect. I'm going Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. I went and checked to see if this product cost less used because that's what Kirk Cousins would do. But it's not. For some reason, it's a little bit more. Uh, So he's going to buy new, which he's not a fan of because of depreciation of value as soon as he purchases it. Um, But in his mind, life is a collection of small growths, all right, from your brain to your bicep all the way down to a finger, And that's why Kirk Cousins is spending $7.51 on finger yoga. Yes, 
It's available on Amazon. It's got mini yoga pants to wear on the pointer and middle fingers. It's a desktop yoga mat, two mini yoga blocks, and a 32-page illustrated book of finger yoga poses. Why? Because Kirk Cousins needs to improve everything by 1%, and fingers are 1% of the body. David? I love it. Um, this my my decision here sort of harkens back to our conversation last week about how we think Kirk Cousins is watching Susie Orman, who's telling him not to get things with yes. his financial planning. Save your money. Save your money. And so to me, Kirk Cousins, the ultimate NFL dad, the suburban dad guy. And I just think this is a time where he's treating himself and he's he he's splurging on things that are not really a big splurge, but to him it's very exciting. So like he's finally gonna buy a bidet for his bathroom right? He's finally going to buy himself a weighted blanket for like 98 bucks. It's these, these these little things that are going to add a little bit of comfort, a little bit of luxury to his life. And he like thinks he's so sneaky when he goes on the computer to order it. And his wife is like, Hey, what are you ordering on things? Nothing. And every time he uses it, he comes out and goes, honey, that's a treat. That's a treat. What a delight. (laughs) What a a delight. What a delight. You should go try that. Yeah, you got to try the bidet. Listen, Cousins just got his two-year extension, right? So, like, he's making, like, $100 million in the last last year and the next 36 months or something like that. He's swimming in cash. So, when guys get contracts and or contract extensions in the NFL, they usually like to go and, and get themselves something nice. They like to reward all of their hard work. And Cousins is knowing, okay, I'm going to be – you know, walking into locker rooms and walking into stadiums for games. So what he did was he went and printed out an image of Ned Flanders. And then he went to L.L. Bean and he's buying himself on Amazon through L.L. Bean as more the most up-to-date flannels or plaid shirts he can get his hands on. Then he's also buying the buy four, get one free plan on Amazon of Dockers, all colors, but definitely pleated front. And then as many different penny loafers as he can get his hands on on Amazon, size 11s. Kirk's doesn't come across to me as a size 14 kind of guy. And those are going to be his weekly outfits going into the season. Do you believe that Kirk Cousins has ever gone to Costco, lifted up a pair of Kirkland jeans, looked at his wife and been like, not bad. Uh, Do you like this khaki color or is it too stone? Because (laughs) is it? Orlowski, as a guy that's played with a lot of quarterbacks and played in the NFL for a while, is it more shocking to you that Chase Daniel could retire with over $50 million made in the NFL or that Kirk Cousins by the end is going to end up making like $150 million? Which yeah. one is more shocking to you? Oh, the Chase Daniel one for sure. One, because it kind of hits home a little bit to me because we were, you know, backups for the most part. Um, like I'm, I'm, I think that Kirk is a good player. So like, I'm not blown away. And I know that starting quarterbacks get way more, but like the fact that I think someone broke it out, like doesn't Chase Daniel make like $200,000 a pass? Yes. Like that, like that to me blows my mind. And I'm a little salty about it as well. well uh, it's, I feel like backup, like lifetime backup quarterbacks. And yeah. so we're talking, and I'm not putting Fitzpatrick in this because right. he's like a unicorn. Right. But you put in like the Matt Schaubs, uh, the guys that like if they played right now would not even be good. But they're like they're just seen as this guy that you want to have in the locker room. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of like being like a golf pro at like a major resort, or yeah. just being one of those guys on the senior tour that just is able to just play golf his whole life. It just it feels like that. Yeah, dude, like the the golf pro, you like he's he's at I don't know like. 
Sabonic or something, and all of a sudden you go out and he shoots 87, and you're like, what? You're the golf pro. Yeah, but he hits like one shot where they're like, love having that guy. Yeah, man, you see his hands there? What, what, what hands are on the green? He uh, used double bogey. All right, so that was Cousins. Ingber, we have a few left. Uh, I see Breeze. I see Jimmy G, little Jameis, um, Rogers, and Lamar. And, oh, we have a bunch. All right. Where do you want to go, Ingber? Yeah, I'm going to go with Jameis. Okay. Jameis, as we know, just got uh, laser eye surgery this offseason. Right. He's fixing his ability to see downfield. Now, we actually might not know what's going on with his eyes. I think it's time for him to buy some reading glasses as well. I want him to like, a, like an old librarian with his glasses down on his nose like with a chain in the back just so we can read the playbook. It's possible that he didn't realize he couldn't see as well as he should have been able to, nearsighted as well. I just realized that we as an NFL society have missed out on the new smoking jay. I don't know if there's a better meme than putting fake cigarettes into Jay Cutler's mouth during the game, Ooh, but best. you're telling me that we could have this entire time put, um, what are they called? Cheaters. Cheaters, like those, those old people glasses on Jameis whenever he's squinting during games. Like, how have we, like, he looks like an old, like, he already has an old face. Damn. All right, I might do that. That's going to be my Photoshop job for the next... Oh, what do you get for Jameis Orlovsky? I got two things. Um, Jameis is always posting videos of him in his backyard, in his his fenced-in backyard, throwing into the throwing net. Jameis, why don't we complete the set? So he's on Amazon because he's got the net, but he's always standing there taking his own snap. There's actually a, a tripod type of contraption where you there, it's, there's a cutout in it where you can place the football on. It's about at the, the level of a center that you would take the snap. I mean, if we're going to go grind in the backyard, let's do it the right way. Get the snap from the pedestal. It puts on a, a, a timer as well, so the ball has to be gone in two and a half seconds. And let's get on Amazon to truly commit to bettering our craft. You've already got the net with the targets. Let's get the ball holder. That was like real. And like, especially the timer. I think Jameis needs that today. Yeah. Um, I'm going a little bit off what David said because he did get the eye surgery. It's another book, uh, but it's an audio book because he can't read. Uh, $2.99, it's cheaper, uh, mainly because we don't know if Jameis is getting a contract. But it's I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Daily Stuart Affirmations Smalley? by Stuart Smalley. If you're too young to know what that character was, YouTube it, SNL. And what I really enjoyed about it was – uh, it's the description. It says Stewart made a solemn vow not to edit anything he recorded because he's a perfectionist. So all the mistakes are in there, and that's Jameis in a nutshell to me. Is you're getting the mistakes even in a published book, and that's Jameis, and that's why I think that's what he's getting. Love me and my flaws. Exactly. Did you know that about the book when you started searching, or did you just discover that? You just stumbled upon that fact? Listen, I sat down with my Nespresso, which, thank God, I got a few weeks ago. And I sat down, and the the joy that I got out of reading Amazon descriptions doing this, because people put things in the description that they think you're going to want to see to buy it. Um, and, I, man, it's a wild world out there on Amazon. I had a lot of fun doing this. Um, speaking of which I'm going to go now and I'm going to pick, uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Did you, were you ever on the same roster as Ryan Fitzpatrick or 
Nah, no, we same. Draft. What have you heard? What have you heard from quarterbacks that have been in that QB room with him? He's the best. Like, obviously, super smart, whatever. But like, they just love love him as a dude. Now, I've known Fitzy for a while, man. We were the same draft class. We've kind of connected a bunch uh, through the off seasons, played golf together. Um, but he's he's a different class intellectually, but that he's a wild man. Is he just like the perfect hang? Yeah, like he's – yeah, I mean, I think Fitzpatrick probably gets like kind of um, boxed into like the Harvard super smart dude. But like, yeah, he doesn't – when you're kicking it with him one-on-one, he doesn't he, – he's like just one of the dudes. And I also believe that he's a little bit crazy. I believe that Ryan Fitzpatrick is perusing through Amazon right now, and he has stopped and selected for $10.97 lightsaber chopsticks. That's right. And he's going the color blue. And we talked about Amazon descriptions. Quote, be the life of the party and make your friends jealous, getting all the attention by showing you're a true fan. And they spelled you're wrong. But here's where I love it. Fun food wars at any meal. Impress that date. Can you imagine being on a date and being like, silverware, no needed. I got these. And bringing out lightsaber chopsticks and the person across the table looking at you and being like, dear heavens, I didn't know that you were going to do that. This date is going swimmingly. I'd like a second. I can just see Fitzpatrick whipping out lightsaber chopsticks or like doing it at dinner. And then his kids are like, what? And he goes, don't worry. I got other ones for you. That's Fitzpatrick to me. I'd love to see some sort of sketch of what it would look like to use actual lightsaber chopsticks where like you take them out, they look so cool. Everyone at the table is like, oh, wow, that's so cool. And then you accidentally just slice your bowl and your table completely in half. (laughs) No, get these away. Orlovsky, what's Fitzpatrick buying? He's on Amazon right now and he's going into their sports section and he is getting a custom made jersey of his by every single team because by the end of Fitzy's career, it will be reasonably, um, it'll be reasonable to think that he will have played for every NFL team possible. And even if he doesn't, he's going to hang him in his house and people will believe that he did. Oh, I remember Fitzy when you played for the, the Houston, he did play for the Houston Texans. That's, hold on, Dan, that's an amazing game. So inside the NBA, they play the game with Charles Barkley, who he played for. Yeah. If you played the game of who didn't Ryan Fitzpatrick play for, there's no way I'm surviving. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like, if, like people are going to look at his house. He's going to have them all framed. And everyone's going to like, oh, yeah, I remember when you played for the Giants. And I remember this great game against the, the Vikings. And- but seriously, close your eyes right now. Can you see Ryan Fitzpatrick in a Giants uniform? Because I totally can. Did he play for him at some point? Like, yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick was great on the Cowboys, too. Yeah, yeah, dude. So that's what he's doing on Amazon. Wait, one more before uh, Ingberg goes. Um, We talk all the time about, like, I say that Terrell Davis getting into the Hall of Fame right away kind of messed me up because it was like a guy with six years on the on the resume. And then we see like a guy like Frank Gore, but he was like amazing. And then you have a guy like Frank Gore that's been around forever, but never has he ever been a top three running back any year that he's played. And, the, and everyone tells me he's getting in for sure. Like, I don't know where I've, – I've brought this up on the podcast before. I don't know if Ryan Fitzpatrick should go on the Hall of Fame, but he, he needs to go somewhere. Well, he's not going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I can promise you that. Like, I know, but like, but like, if there's a guy 
that's played on 14 different teams. And like, I don't know, like that needs to be, because longevity is not easy. Yeah. And like, no, that's, a, I mean, and for, I, I think Fitzy was like a seventh round pick. So like the, the accomplishment, I think his bank account um, is the place that he's going to go often. You gotcha. know, where like, oh, the longevity made me $50 million or $60 million. Yeah, hold on. Don't look it up. What do you think he's made in his, in his career? I'm looking it up right now. Uh, I think that Fitzy has made, and like, like actually gotten, you know, yes. I think he's gotten probably north of $70 million. Ingber, what's your guess? I was going to go like 110. Right on. Spot track has decided to. Uh, he's been in the league for like 14 years. Career earnings. Ryan Fitzpatrick is expected to make $8 million this year, moving his career earnings to. Do you see how I'm stalling? This is really good vamping, yeah. Uh, and, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, clad with a beard, now aged 37 years. He's had 14 years experience. His career earnings through 15 years, as it stands right now, $63.5 million. Hey, nothing to sneeze at. At the same point, Chase Daniel should not be that close to Ryan Fitzpatrick. That, 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 there's, a, there's validity in that, yes. Okay. What do you got for Here, Fitzpatrick? I have, yeah, I have a way. If it's not the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I have a way to honor Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. It's a subtle thing. So presumably there will be other Fitzpatricks in the future of the NFL, but because like all NFL teams, they don't retire his jersey numbered, but they retire just having Fitzpatrick on the back of a jersey. So if your name is like Jimmy Fitzpatrick, you have to be J period Fitzpatrick on the back of your jersey. No one can be Fitzpatrick on any team throughout throughout uh perpetuity for the nfl i like that storyline i think it was last year when minka fitzpatrick and ryan fitzpatrick were having a legal dispute over fitz magic yeah um do you got anywhere you want to start now orlovsky or do you want me to go oh can i get my uh oh yeah my bad yeah, so I just can't stop thinking about Ryan Fitzpatrick when he showed up at that press conference two years ago and he had like the chest hair out and the cool sunglasses the and the Sean chain. Jackson outfit. And he just looked so cool and he seemed to be having such a good time doing it. I think this is a great time for Fitzy to go on Amazon and just buy a whole bunch of different like character outfits and then also buy like um, a privacy curtain in his bedroom so that he can do a montage where he like rips the curtain open. He's wearing this character and all his kids shake their head. No, that's not it. Does it again and again and again until finally they they nod their head in agreement and the song uh, you know that song is playing it's like uh, uh, I'm walking on sunshine or something. I like that. Wrong. All right, hold on one second because I just saw something happened. Yeah, something just start, happened with the audio. Yeah, hold on one second, Dan. We're good. You having fun? I love it because it's different. Yeah, man. We get well. There's only so many times that you can break down whether or not Jordan Love is going to be Patrick Mahomes or not. Yeah, like, hey, uh, what, what did you think of Tom Brady going to the Bucks? Yeah, um, I think we're past that. Yeah, sometimes I put on um, Sports Center and I'm like, man, these debates. But then, what else are they going to do? Yeah, I mean, they're they're trying to create. Sorry, I'm just sending an email to. Uh, hey. I'm, uh, can you write us time code for this around? Just make sure they edit this out, uh, Ingber. Yeah, of course. I'm making a note of it. Our audio guy just said that his computer just shit. <laughs> Little graphic. What does that look like?
Yeah, it's just a really gross floppy disk. Yeah. Okay, so my audio just finished downloading, so we can... Well, I'm going to wait for Nick to tell us what to do here. Sorry about this, Dan. Oh, you're good. Beat you, David. So, Dan, four kids. We have eight-year-old triplet boys, um, second graders, and then a four-year-old daughter. I've got a two and a half year old daughter, and I got my got my hands full with her. So I can't imagine multiplying that by four. My daughter's a savage. I mean, luckily we had the triplets before the daughter. So, you know, like transitioning to having one was easy, you know, not one, but having her instead of the flip, we're having one and then triplets. Um, she's a savage dude. Like she, um, I'm, you know, they're, my boys are eight. Uh, we have tears with everything. One's super athletic, one's kind of athletic, one could, could not care less about sports. One's super smart. One's kind of smart. One's like, Hey bub. Um, one's like super outgoing. One's kind of outgoing. One's intro, like all tears. And wow. I, I'm already at the point. She is super athletic. She's a dog competitor. Like she wow. fighter. Um, she's super smart. She's very aware. So like, she's, she's like the, the, the savage. I remember I saw there was some uh, like picture on Reddit that was like this young girl. And then she had, two sets of older brother twins and the caption was like one day that girl's boyfriend is going to cheat on her and he's going to catch a confusing ass beating yeah yes yeah all right apparently we're ready to go do it okay i'm gonna okay all right let's go i am gonna do now um gardner Minshew. okay i love it I believe that Gardner Minshew is having a lot of questions in his brain right now. Is my team going to draft a quarterback? Am I going to be the guy for year two? Uh, Is my coach going to be here? And what he needs to do is calm down. And what I do sometimes when I need to calm down is I color. Yeah, color and pencils, coloring book. For $4.99 to help himself relax, Gardner Minshew is going to do it his way. He's going to get the Humping Animals Adult Coloring Book. That's right on Amazon for $4.99. You can buy a book of animals humping each other and color. I just see Gardner Minshew coloring in two horses, two emus, two otters. I don't know how he gets down, but he needs to relax, but in a Gardner Minshew type of way. Roll that mustache. Beautiful. I have so many questions. Is your number one, how did I find that? How did you find it? I saved <laughs> items. <laughs> I went into my cart. It was already in my cart. Uh, like who, who designed and created that? How it was on it. it. It said rated number one best gag gift of all time. I don't oh, know what that was by, but these are the Amazon descriptions. I was going to say, how many have they sold? But apparently a bunch. So Apparently a bunch. 
It's good. Dan? Um, listen, we know that Gardner Menchie's wired a little bit differently with the jorts or whatnot. And so I'm going to build off of the jorts. And I would just imagine that he is on Amazon right now because he can't, probably can't go to grocery stores consistently. and Or if you do, you have to be very efficient with it. He's on Amazon trying to buy as many packs of Redman chew tobacco <laughs> as he can and just a bunch of powdered iced tea. Because like I could just imagine Baker there throwing session or workout session in the jorts mustache with an absolute heater in his in his lip right there of just a bunch of red man sipping on some iced tea like sub boys i love that it's powdered iced tea and i powdered love that sometimes tea. he's like this needs more flavor and just throws it in powdered iced tea give me more get, sometimes he confuses the dip with the iced tea and puts in a whole lipper of of, yep. uh, of iced yep. tea <laughs> Um, I actually reached out to Minshew's people for this one. I wanted to find out what he's ordering on Amazon. Turns out he never actually uses amazon.com. He just orders things from the Amazon. And so he ordered a jaguar, a spider monkey, and even a, a giant river otter, which can grow up to six feet long. He's going to build sort of a huge menagerie on this compound he's building outside of Jacksonville. I think it's going to be very exciting. Gardner oh. Minshew might be the only one to watch Tiger King and go, how do I get a tiger? Yeah. I got to yeah. make that happen. I can't believe this guy took my dream and made it reality. I'm telling you, if you if you're not going to watch it, but if you do watch it, Gardner Minshew looks like one of uh, the main guy's uh, lovers. Another, yeah. you just helped me helped me solidify my thought process of watching or not watching. <laughs> um, you're missing out. You're missing out, Ingber. Where are we going next? Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Okay one of the greatest quarterbacks of the last 20 years or maybe of all time. I think what he's doing is he's buying five Patek Philippe watches, $75,000 a piece. Then he's going on Instagram and he's saying, my O-line gets these watches if you can keep me under 25 sacks this year. I don't want to be running for my life. I'm a little old for that. I need you protecting my ass this entire season. And here's the gold that you get at the end of the rainbow. I love that you have Aaron Rodgers uh, as the first person to like be giving gifts to other people. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, losing Brian Balaga, he needs to motivate these guys because the stats of like Rodgers with or without Balaga are crazy. They might need Patek Philippe watches to take him over the top. I just think he's tired of like doing it himself. He's like, guys, I'm like 37. I'm not a kid anymore. Like you got to protect me. You got to treat me like I'm Tom Brady out there. Dan, you talking? I'm not talking, no. Oh, I thought you were frozen. My bad. Well, wait, Dan, what would you? What do you think Aaron Rodgers is getting on Amazon? Truthfully, this is my paper. I don't have a single thing for Rodgers, so I'm trying to think of something. I'll do it. There is a mug on Amazon uh, for $13.99 that I believe Aaron Rodgers needs to buy. It is a black mug, and on the front it says, have a great day. And I think that's when the wide receivers go by, the coaches go by, he gives them a smile. But on the bottom, when you drink it, there's a middle finger. And I believe that that is Aaron Rodgers to a T. He, everyone is talking crap about him all the time, that he has to be on his best behavior. And so Mike Pettin walks in and he talks for six minutes and Aaron nods and waits for him to leave. And then, you know, the coach comes in, Matt, and he's like, oh, I want to talk, I want to talk. And he goes, oh, okay. And then right as they leave and they turn their back, he takes a nice big swip of Joe and gives him the finger. Because in Aaron's mind, all of you, for his entire career, 
have been propped up by the greatness of Aaron Rodgers, but he can't even speak his own mind anymore because everyone thinks that he's a diva. So I needed to give Aaron an undercover way of flipping people the bird. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. I just thought of one as well. Perfect. Um, Caveat, football-based. Now that I'm in the television and media world, you kind of find some things out about fan bases. And over the last year, I've realized that Eagles fans and Cowboys fans truly hate each other. Like the stuff that Eagles fans say to Cowboys fans and Cowboys fans say to Eagles fans is, is this is like in your mentions, like you do my, a video about the Eagles and then yes. like 20 tweets to add down. Yes. And so this past week, I, you know, I did something on who should get more money, Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott. So that my mentions are just littered with bad yeah. things. And then I also ranked the NFC quarterbacks and I put Wentz ahead of Aaron Rodgers for Aaron Rodgers five. I found out this week that Green Bay Packers fans aren't all that different than Philadelphia Eagles fans or Dallas Cowboys fans because of the stuff that got said to me in my disrespect of Aaron Rodgers um, was pretty fascinating. So I think Patriots Aaron fans Rodgers, are like that too. Who is Patriots and Raiders oh, fans get like Patriots that. Patriots fans are deadly. Like I'm very curious how they're going to be. Cause they're really only like that with Brady. Yes. Yeah. So I'm curious yeah. how that changes. Um, but I think that Aaron Rodgers is on Amazon buying a bunch of Brown paper bags. And the reason is because a year and a half ago, when they went and played against the San Francisco 49ers and they watched Kyle dial up bomb after bomb, Aaron Rodgers was quoted as saying, I, it would be fun to play in that kind of offense. I, I need that. And so the Packers listened and got him Matt LaFleur, who runs a very similar style of offense. And so Matt LaFleur is a buddy of mine. I've, I know him well, came in last year and had some success. You know, the offense was hit or miss, but it wasn't what he saw in San Francisco. And I think Aaron Rodgers is preparing himself that if it doesn't happen this year, if the pass game doesn't look like it did at San Francisco, he wants a bunch of brown paper paper bags and he's going to take a dump in them. And then he's going to go light it on fire and put it on the front step of Matt LaFleur. And so LaFleur is just going to feel like these fans are forcing him out of Green Bay. And it's they hate me and whatnot. And if it doesn't happen, Matt LaFleur will resign because of all the poop paper bags on his front step. Mrs. LaFleur is just yelling, don't put it out with your boot, Ted. It's poop. Uh, <laughs> Dan, I've never been to Bay, but everything I've heard about it, it's like pretty much just like a small town, like a neighborhood. Like these guys, they live just among the other people that live in Green Bay. Yeah, to be honest with you, it's my favorite stadium to go to because literally you drive through your traditional neighborhoods. You have no idea as you're driving through this neighborhood. And it's almost like, probably a mile and a half straight stretch of just single white line or single yellow line, single lane, single lane and houses on this. And every house kind of looks the same, you know, and Midwestern home. And oftentimes the streets are lined with like the aluminum garbage cans and people in their hunting gear. It's, it's the greatest vibe because like, wow, it's, 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 you're in a neighborhood. And if you add ask somebody if it's their first trip, when they think the stadium's coming, they're like, absolutely no time soon. And all of a sudden, bang, out of nowhere, Lambeau Field pops open. And you're like, it's very nostalgic in a way. So truthfully, it's super dope. But yeah, you feel, you don't feel like you're anywhere near an NFL football stadium. I love that. 
That's yeah, like Fenway. Definitely. You know, I mean, Fenway is like in Boston. You're walking yeah, down the street, yeah. but like it is crazy to think of like Middle America, which really all does look the same. And yeah. then boom, the great one of the greatest stadiums ever. We have yeah. three left: Jimmy G, Drew Brees, Lamar Jackson. Um, let's go, Ingberg leads. Uh, then Orlovsky, then me. So David, you get to pick first of the three. Which one are you leading with? I'm going to have Drew Brees. He's purchasing a really, really nice massage chair for Taysom Hill. He wants Taysom to take it down one notch this offseason, right? Taysom will give you the keys in a couple of years, but not this year. I just want you to relax. I don't want you doing hardcore squats and whatever thrusts you're doing in the backyard right now. Take it down one notch. Give Brees his last year or two. Let him finish out this contract. Hopefully he can get a chip for himself. And then Taysom, you can take over after that. I like it. Orlowski, do you think Taysom Hill is ever going to be the starting quarterback of the Saints? Um, no, I don't see that still. I'm, and Sean Payton, I trust in his quarterback evaluation and his adaptability or his way to think. But, like, I, no, I don't see that. I, I know everyone loves Lamar Jackson, but, like, Lamar's one in a million, if that. And, and Taysom is not 23. Yeah, he's 30, right? Yeah, so the, it's this weird thing where, like, you know how in, like, college sports we're like, I can't believe that uh, Perry Ellis is still playing for Kansas. Yeah. Taysom Hill's the opposite. People are like, have you heard about Taysom Hill? It's like, yeah, he's been in the league for seven years. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? He's at BYU for nine. Uh, um, what's your Drew Brees, Orlovsky? All right, so – I try to try to be a good person, right? I try to morally, you know, straight line and all that stuff. So started playing this game with some friends a couple years ago. And I played a couple of times. I was like, and I had to tell them like, guys, listen, I love you. I love kicking it with you. I can't play this game anymore. It kind of crosses the line for me. Drew Brees is the exponentially better of a person than I am. And I, so I think that Drew Brees is on Amazon buying cards against humanity because he knows he's such a good person that he's, He's, he's got to gain a little bit of like, I'm not that good of a guy type thing. And some of the cards in Cards Against Humanity, they're just not okay. So like, I think he's trying that game just to kind of live on the edge a little bit, realizing, wait, I just gave $5 million. I'm the greatest person ever, just to kind of make sure that he's not too good of a person. I would love to see Drew Brees uncomfortable playing that game yeah. and being like, dead kittens who put this down like acting like an old woman fresh child abortion you're like what is this uh i believe that drew Brees, in addition to wanting to go out with the super bowl and wanting to go out on top he has his eyes on a record that him and tom brady have been going back and forth two records he's up 200 2845 yards on tom all time and he's up six touchdowns on tom all time and so not only are they trying to win but they're also trying to go out as the goat and the thing that we learn about statistics is total statistics really don't mean as much but 10 years from now, 20 years from now, if you have more passing yards than Brady and more touchdowns than Brady, it's nice little arguments to have. And so for 995 to keep himself motivated, Drew Brees has the screaming goat figurine. That's right. That annoying YouTube video of the goat that screams, it's available on your desk. And I believe Drew Brees, every time he walks by, because it screams when you walk by, goes, that's right. I need to go out the goat. So it's an alarm clock screaming goat figurine to keep Drew Brees going for the top spot. Love it. Can I just give you a, a quick how dare you from a Patriots fan? Please. Because, Lefko, you have been 
the major proponent that playoff stats should count toward your career stats as much as regular season stats. So if you want to talk about total yards and total touchdowns, including the most important games of your career, I believe Tom Brady's at like 35 touchdowns ahead of Drew Brees when it's all said and done. This is not what Adam Lefko would buy Drew Brees. It's what Drew Brees is buying on Amazon. So in his mind, he's the GOAT. I just wouldn't have respected myself in the morning if I didn't give you at least one how dare you. (laughs) I appreciate that. Orlowski, do you want Jimmy G or Lamar Jackson? I don't want Jimmy G. Um, I read read yesterday that Jimmy G's favorite song is Ain't No Mountain High. First of all, I want to applaud you for doing research. God bless you. (laughs) you. Um, Jimmy G is on Amazon right now buying Jay-Z's Black Album. Because if your favorite song is a starting quarterback in the NFL is Ain't No Mountain High Enough, it means that you have never been exposed to any other music. And Jay-Z's Black Album is one of the few albums that you can press play from the first song and let it ride all the way to the end. And Jimmy G realizes, wait, for me to really take the next step, for me to make those few passes at the end of the Super Bowl, I got to change up my music vibe. So it's going to be Jay-Z's Black Album. Is he just obsessed with Remember the Titans? I think it's a phenomenal cinematic film as well, but it's not. But I mean, like that song, isn't that what the whole team sang in the locker room? Yeah, we've, right. we've, there, there's, there's, there's better options. I, I agree. I do like the Black Album. So I splurged on Masterclass a few months ago, that thing that like you get to watch interviews. Okay. And I watched the Timbaland teaches you how to make beats one. And like, I understood nothing of it. And the only reason I watched it was like, it's cool to watch Timbaland be like, and then like 10 minutes later it's like the greatest song i've ever heard yeah but there was clips of him showing beats for the first time to jay-z on the black album and apparently they're on youtube and if you just are bored and you want to watch good youtube okay. go look up timbaland uh shows the get the dirt off your shoulders beat to jay-z and there and his face when he first hears it like it's awesome so i recommend yeah. that i love it i love it i believe that jimmy g um, is buying something that I think I'm going to buy. Uh, and it, it has nothing to do with him. I just think it's amazing. A Tricera taco, taco holder. That's right. Do you love dinosaurs? Do you have a hard time storing your hard tacos? Do I have the stand for you? That's right. The quote, ultimate dinosaur taco stand holds two tacos not only is it available in Triceratoco, there's also a Tacosaurus Rex. <laughs> Stop. You might get a little crazy and go for the Nachosaurus. That's right. A huge dinosaur that holds all the tacos. It's $12.97. And that's right. In the Amazon description, it's, quote, the top-rated novelty taco holder. So apparently there are other people going for the mantle, but no one can stop the Tricera taco. You need to get that. Unbelievable. I just feel like Jimmy G would be one of those guys where he has the boys over for tacos. And he's like, here you go, kiddle, Tricera taco. And you're like, wait, what? Love it. I'm ordering them. I think I am. Uh, For me, I couldn't believe how similar my answer was to yours, Dan. Um, And I I have all my notes right here off to the side of the camera here. I can't show it to you because I'd affect my lighting setup. But I actually had him buying Lil Wayne albums because I'm told 
that Kyle Shanahan is the number one Lil Wayne fan in the world. And so I didn't know that little detail about the Ain't No Mountain High Enough. But if you want to get on the same wavelength as someone, it's a great, it's a great idea to watch the same movies as them, read the same books as them and listen to the same music as them. You're thinking like them, you start to start vibing with them in a way that you can't otherwise. And I think if he wants to get on the same plane as Kyle Shanahan, so that the two of them can have one brain together as they need for this coming season. That's the way to do it. And I can confirm, you guys probably know from Sims, but like, yes, Kyle is the greatest, largest little wing fan in the world. I, I've said this before. I got a chance uh, two Super Bowls in Atlanta ago uh, to watch Kyle Shanahan watch Lil Wayne. Uh, at the Sports Illustrated party he performed, and it was Kyle sitting there with uh, Jed York and like all these front office people, and they were looking around. They had no idea what was going on, and Kyle is like every word, Lil Wayne. And Lil Wayne comes out looking like an Ewok. You know what I mean? Like he's got like a hood and like all this jewelry. It's amazing. All right, last one. Uh, MVP, Lamar Jackson. Um, and it's probably the one I, 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 was, I did some research too. And uh, Lamar Jackson is a very simple man. He yes. cares about people that care about him. And he apparently has cereal every morning. And his favorite cereal is also my favorite cereal, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And that's why for $29.99, I believe he's going to go buy a Cinnamon Toast Crunch hoodie. And if you go and type it into Amazon, it's beautiful. You're just a walking box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But I just totally could see Lamar walking into a press conference wearing a Cinnamon Toast Crunch hoodie and people being like, what's with the hoodie? He's like, I just put it on. Like, that's it. Like, no big deal, even though you look like a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. What do you got, Dan? I think Lamar Jackson is on Amazon right now coming off of his season last year that in many ways it was unfair. Like he was toying with people. Right. And I think Lamar has got a little bit of like Deion Sanders prime time in him where he knows that when he steps on the field, like I'm the baddest dude out here. Right. And so he's on Amazon right now buying a size 15 pair of new balance white sneakers because Lamar is going to treat next season like, Dion did that 40 combine where he's like, give me a pair of shoes. I'm going to run four two and you guys aren't good enough. Lamar is going to play this next season with a size 15 pair of the 55 year old guy wearing white new balances, win MVP again, just so he could toy with people. Take it up a notch. The Nike air monarchs. Just the absolute moon boom. So uh, my friend that's a sneaker designer told me, I was joking about this. I was like, oh, dad shoes are coming back. That means we're going to see a lot of the Air Monarchs. He goes, do you know that Nike purposely made the Air Monarchs like 20, 30 years ago for dads? Like they went into a lab and they had all these dads do surveys and they figured out like, what is the shoe that dads like? And so when you see the Air Monarchs and people are like, it, number one, it's the most popular selling shoe of all time. What? Of all shoes, the Air Monarch is the number one selling shoe because it has the color scheme, blue, white, and gray, that most dads like, which is weird. It is cross-race. It is not just white guys. It is, And it is the most popular selling shoe of all time, the Air Monarch, made like in a lab. And people, people don't realize it. You know, next year. Ingber, Lamar Jackson. Finish it up. When I think of Lamar, I think of a humble, good guy. And so my initial instinct was that he was just buying toilet paper and food and essentials for some of the people in his local community. And I'm sure he's doing a lot of that. But I also think he needs to take his good guy to the next level. 
what he needs to be doing is he needs to buy some wooden dowels and some fabric, and he's going to fashion himself sort of a belt that goes around him six feet in all directions, right? It's like a social distancing self-bubble. And he's going to go to those really crowded beaches and places where people are still congregating to this day. And he's going to learn how to be even more evasive, where he's going to run through telling people, stay the F home, go home, get out of here. But he's going to be staying six feet away from people in all directions, just using his incredible elusiveness. And that Love is it. Lamar Jackson in a nutshell. Cares about people, but he also will break your fucking ankles. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Dan, thank you for the time. Thank you for playing. I, we appreciate the research a lot. Uh, it's just good to talk to you, man. Yeah, finally. We finally got it together, man. I appreciate you having me on, dude. Hopefully you stay safe, man. Yeah, you too, um, man. And when we talk again next, it's when we've got some, at least in this fashion, some real football. What is your, uh, is it just Dan Orlovsky on Twitter? I think it's Dan Orlovsky seven. Seven. Oh, the though. I love the number. Dan when you sign your auto, do you sign more autographs now than you were like three years ago? Not even close, bro. Not even close, dude. Like, um, it's wild. I, 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 there's a joke. It actually happened last spring. We went to Disney as a family. Played in the NFL for twelve years. I probably got noticed four times in twelve years. I was at Disney World last year. 10 times within the first 30 minutes. And nowadays it's no matter where I go. It's so, um, yeah, it's, it's way more. now. Do you put a seven on the autograph? No, no, no. Just, just name now, just name. Now I got to find like a, like an ESPN moniker or something or something like that. But I used yeah. to like early on, I was still writing seven. Then it'd be like, Hey, you're not a player. So. I do think that you should work on a catchphrase, um, that like then eventually it becomes so like omnipresent that you sign it too. Like booyah, but that stews. Yeah, I, more like um, mm. safety first, maybe or Lovsky. I don't know. Well, we'll we'll think of one. You know what? If you've listened to this entire podcast, hit up Dan Orlovsky mm. seven on Twitter. Tell him what his catchphrase should be. Thirty three percent. You are the shit for Dan Orlovsky. You have to say something. A final message. Oh. I appreciate it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I love the creativity. Be safe. For David Ingber. I've said it before. I'll say it again. My dream has always been to be a backup quarterback that get paid $10 million a year and never sees the field. Mm. And I am the L-E-F-K-O-E man. Shout out to Chase Daniel. We appreciate you. 33% you're the shit. Be safe. And we will see you guys in a little bit. Hello. Hello.